You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Holy guacamole, Justin. <laughs> we are at number 98. 98. 98 straight weeks of the quest for 100. Yeah. And we're back. We are. We're in person. We are. That uh, That is a, spe- you know, that makes this episode double special. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's been, it's been a, well, we obviously did the, the drive-by with the, uh, the fries episode, which we were in close proximity to each other. But we haven't had this set up where we're in the same room with all of our equipment recording a podcast in many a months. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, yeah. but uh, it's good to be back. I don't know if this will continue, but because of the topic that we have at hand, we felt like we needed to do in person again. Definitely. And shocker, it's a food episode. Yes. Our favorite. Yeah. And some of yours, I think. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was actually just texting with my, my cousin uh, today because she said she really enjoyed the fries episode, but yeah. didn't, didn't understand my tot's take. Oh. Yeah. So She's a fry, pro-fry. Well, and she's a good person then. Because yeah. uh, tots are inferior compared to fries. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Disagree. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we've got uh, a, another food episode. Seven different guacamole dishes or or types of guacamole Mm -hmm. in front of us with an array of vehicles too yes Yes. we have uh five different chips and so i think this is going to be a little bit overwhelming i think we went a little (laughs) bit over the top but i figure for the final food episode i would think maybe the final food episode that we're going to do yeah who knows we may we (laughs) we haven't really decided (laughs) we're going to say it's the final because if we don't say it's the final then we won't we'll have keep dragging it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but so we've got five uh, or se- seven uh, guacs. Yep. Five chips. Yep. And it's going to be an adventure for the next hour or so. Yeah. So we'll we'll do our best to you know somewhat simplify. We're not going to be rating the chips though. I I think the chips are more for personal preference. You know, if you try one, maybe try it with another chip and see if it's any better. But we do have. Uh, seven guacamoles in front of us. So the the first that we'll try um, as we as we get into our, our next segment here is the signature cafe guacamole, which comes in uh, four little packs. This is just one of them. Um, but we will have uh, that be the first one. The second one will be uh, Sabra, every time that you won't get this joke, but for those who will, I always think of Sabre uh, from from The Office when they get bought out. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, yep, uh, but that is a classic flavor for them. We have a uh, store bought Safeway mild guacamole, which is made in store. So I'm curious to see how how that compares. Then we get into our fast food chain. So we have Taco Time guac, and we have Chipotle, which we're going to save for last because a lot of people really like that one. Um, but maybe the most interesting piece, the the coup de cas, or I don't even know what, 
of our selections. Brian has made a homemade guacamole, and I have made a homemade guacamole, and I am very curious which is better. Yeah, I, I want to. I, I know we're not competing in that way, but I do want mine to be better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. All right, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. All right. Well, you know, we. I guess we should dip dip in. Yeah. To that first one. Yeah. So we're we're gonna start off with the. Uh, signature cafe guacamole again this is kind of those small ones um we oh i i guess i should clarify so we're gonna do a quick rating scale of of what did we do one to five yep, last time? one to five one to five i guess um, we should do one to seven because kind of what i was doing last time was ranking them based off of where mm, they placed oh so do you did you not have any repeat rankings last time no oh we ended well i mean i started to move around yeah okay I did not do that, but we'll do we'll do one to seven, sure. Um, but we're going to rate it on three different things. So the first one is look, uh, and looking at this, I'm going to give it a one. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's nice and, and smooth looking. Um, nice and green. It is green. Um, none of the dark, you know, brownish yep. color in it yep. yet. But it looks like a paste. More than anything. Yeah, I think that's the accurate um, piece here. So we're going to rate it on look, texture, and taste. Uh, I think look and texture work well together here in terms of I'm just, it feels like paste. It doesn't feel like guacamole to me. I mean, it's fine. Taste is fine. Um, Not great, but fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving it like a two across the board. Okay, I'm going to give it a one on texture and i'm gonna give it a three on taste but i'm probably being very generous of that so yeah, you gave it's, it's a little salty it's a little salty extra salty okay but you know it, it's a nice small package too so like it's a, a, a definite to go size yeah yeah i think you know from a portability standpoint you know i it's not you could do worse than that i'm sure yeah um yeah, it just didn't do anything for me yeah, though. Just a little boring. It feels like it needs it needs it would be a spread of some sort. Yes. On something. Yeah. Well, Brian, what be as before we get into you know our our next stuff here? Um, what what have you been up to? Have you been doing anything since our last conversation? No, not <laughs> really. Um, I'm currently dealing with moles in my oh, yard. Oh, okay. And they just will That's not go away. Have you got any of those uh, beeper things? I do. They don't work. Mm, yeah. Don't help. I had a friend that that uh, got them, and uh, he thought that they were it was working, and then they came back. So. No, yeah, you put them, I put them right in the holes that they popped up in, and yeah. they would just burrow and add more more weird That's soil bummer. to right around yeah. the little beeper thing. So. That's all I got. Okay. That's exciting. Um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I play a little golf whenever wow. I went to Linwood. Uh, I did not play well. Uh, it was very foggy this past weekend to play, but I uh, played on Saturday. So I did that. And, yeah, there really wasn't much going on in the last week or so. Uh, I did want to give a shout-out if he's listening. I hope he is to my father-in-law who has been recently listening and he was saying that he really enjoyed the fry episode as well and he was saying that um he enjoyed when we actually made the order 
live on the on the podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah. which made me so nervous during that moment. You know, to multitask like that is not usually my strong suit. So I'm glad he enjoyed. Hopefully, he'll enjoy this one. Maybe we'll we'll uh, we'll learn together on on the guacamole episode. But uh, but yeah, so. Uh, you are digging in now to our second one before we we get into the news yeah, here. Yeah, let's jump into the news and and jump into our second guacamole. You're a newsman. I ever tell you otherwise, punch me in the face. All right, Justin. So this second one, very similar look to the first one. The Sabra and the Signature look very similar, like eerily similar. And yeah, they do very pasty, uh, or like a uh, yeah, like a paste. Sorry, uh-huh. not, not color pasty. Yeah, um, and yeah, there's you know my my take on this. My initial take was gross, actually. Yeah, and and I'm, it made me feel like I'm glad I didn't put a one under the signature cafe because. The flavor of the sabre is not good. No, no, um, it's not at all. I don't know what it was. It was uh, something off about the flavoring right off the top. The, I, uh, from a look perspective, I give it a one. From a texture, I give it maybe a, a two. But but from a taste perspective, it's a it's a one for me. It's uh, yeah, that's not that's not good at all. I feel like I've had this before. And I don't remember it being bad. So this is... What's funny is the ingredients are Haas avocado, onion, tomato, jalapeno peppers, salt, garlic. Like, I'm I'm not tasting any of that in here. Like... No. I, I almost... I feel like I have to... I'm going to dig one more in same, here just to... Same. You almost have to because it's like you were so shocked by how bad the first one was. Yeah. It's no better the second time, Brian. It's the the after the first couple seconds, it's fine, but the first hint of flavor that you get is almost like bad vegetables or something. I don't know what it is. I I this is a not a recommended brand. I think it's it it almost maybe the onion is it is it a kind of a weird tasting onion. Maybe. It's dehydrated onion. That could be it. They also have some ascorbic ascorbic acid to maintain freshness. Yeah, I mean, with these especially, you know, the first two that we are having, we're really we're, we're really setting the bar low here because they're going to be full of preservatives yeah. and everything else whereas these these last four including the fast food ones will be made more fresh at least my understanding is they will be so yeah this is uh wow that was that was kind of a surprise so what what are you rating it on a look brian um i would say i I think it's going to be a three for a look because i think it's slightly better than than the signature that the taste was one for sure yep and what was the last uh texture oh texture yeah I, i think it's a one Oh, interesting. So you gave it a worse texture than yeah, the uh, the signature. Well, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, well, signature's winning so far in our scoring model here, <laughs> but but yeah, well, well, let's uh, let's jump into some news here. All right. Well, my news 
comes out of travelandleisure.com. And there uh, was recently a guacathon. And uh, this was held in the Marriott Cancun Resort. Uh, we just missed it, actually, because it was September 16th, which was National Guacamole Day. Okay. And that was also Mexican Independence Day uh, down in Cancun. But uh, m- the Marriott down in Cancun would uh, teach you a different guacamole recipe every hour. And so you end up getting 12 different guacamole recipes starting from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. And this was all through their Instagram account. Um, and they were calling it Guacathon. So hmm. um, it, I don't know if you, maybe one of the, our recipes is actually from the Guacathon. I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it may be. I, it, I did, For we'll get into this, but I did go deep into my, into the recipes. I didn't want to take one of the top ones that I found online. So um, there's a chance that this mm. one is, is, is in that list. Well, the the first one that they list on their uh, their like recipes is guacamole with fried pork belly. Whoa! Yeah, I'm intrigued. Yeah. So, huh? If you're interested, check out this uh, travelandleisure.com. Twelve recipes, all coming from the Marriott Cancun for guacathon. All right. Well, my mine is actually not all that dissimilar from yours. Uh, so Good Foods, a category leader of plant-based dips uh, and Good For You products is celebrate, celebrating the many ways to enjoy guacamole, similar to your story, with Guactoberfest. Ooh. Yeah. So throughout this month of October, Good Foods will be showing off ways to include its beloved line of guacamole. Each week, Good Foods influencer partner Jazzy Things will share new recipes demonstrating how to incorporate guacamole into meals with options like air-fried guacamole bites and guac taco pizza, which both sound interesting to me. Uh, And they are collaborating with, so this is a Midwest brand, Uh, they are collaborating with the Wisconsin Badgers, the Minneapolis Gophers, and the Arkansas Razorbacks football teams to encourage fans to enter drawings and play scratch-off games and conduct weekly giveaways to win uh, up to $500 in Visa gift cards. So a lot of love for Guac out there. And, you know, it may not be summer, but, uh, uh, man, I'll eat guacamole anytime. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that leads right into our burying the lead, Justin, since you will eat guac all the time. Yeah. What's your uh, – where are you coming at from? Yeah, so uh, – I think I mentioned this when we were talking about the the option of this podcast today to you, Brian. But um, growing up, guacamole was unheard of, like never was made in my household. And in fact, uh, it wasn't until I believe my uh, sister-in-law maybe made it for we used to gather for, you know, Eagles games to watch the games every Sunday and I believe she made the dip one time. And I was like, what is this green, gross dip here? You know, I tried it. I hated it. And for years later, just it just never, it, it, it would never was a, became a staple on game day because no one ate it. My whole family didn't eat guacamole. What, when was the first time you think you experienced it? Do you, do you know? The first time? time that I really 
gave it a chance. Guacamole and also avocado, I would say, because they, you know, we'll we'll get into this, but obviously go hand in hand. And for me, it was out out here in the West Coast. So oh wow, th- th- yeah. So I'm I'm 30 years old, and it was uh, I guess when I was 23 or so um, when I actually gave it a, a chance, and now. I love it. Like I, I will use avocado in dishes a lot. Um, big fan of you know Mexican dishes where avocado and guacamole are included. Uh, it you know it be, has become more of a staple on game days. If you're watching a, a, a game, I, I, I probably one of my preferred dips. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy to think, and and I think part of that I'm sure you'll or we'll talk a little bit about it, but. You know, avocados are so common out on the West Coast, and they're not as common on the East Coast. I'm sure that's changed um, just with accessibility of things, but it's just, it's right here in, in you know, yep. the West Coast. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, you know, honestly, I'm on a similar path, and I, I've, I think we've talked about this multiple times on this, where why it has become avocados have, you know, boomed yep. so much recently. And I finally figured it out. So I'll have that in my draft okay. of knowledge. And, you know, I was kind of in the same boat where I wasn't a big fan of avocados or, or guacamole. Uh, I think the first thing that I started to like guacamole in was the XL stuffed burrito from Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. You know, but even still, like, it wasn't something that, you know, you can get it at Chipotle or you can get it at restaurants. And, and it wasn't. Something that I was like, oh, yeah, I have to have guac, right? Until fairly recently, and then it's like, oh, that's a good staple of my, you know, food consumption. Sure. Um, And so whenever I make burritos or tacos, I make guacamole with it. So avocados I buy a lot. And, yeah, I kind of was on the same path, you know, 20, you know, mid-20s, early 20s was kind of when it really started to become a major staple in my my you know food consumption so to so just so i'm clear because we'll get into this as we you know eventually get to ours but for guacamole uh you said you've made it a bunch before yeah okay so i this is the first time i've ever made guacamole myself i've eaten homemade guacamole i've been a part of the experience but i've never made it myself so i am curious uh, when we get to it, and we'll talk about what's in mine and what's in yours and all that, but um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm curious how it will go. All right. Well, before we jump into the dropping knowledge, we need to kind of do our taste test of our third guacamole, and that was the Safeway um, store made guacamole. Yes. Yeah. And and so I, I'm gonna rate it as appearance is is gonna be the top. Right now, I think it's. I think yeah. it's going to oh, be the top. Certainly between the three of these, yes. Well, no, I think it's going to be seven. Uh, you know, just oh. looking, looking at the other ones. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. G- continue. Texture. Texture. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll put it at a four right now. Okay. I think it's going to be middle of the pack. Um, it's got some nice texture. Oh, by the way, because of the look. I, I like the look because it's got the the tomatoes in it, so it's got a little bit of of very vibrant green, but it also has the red of the tomatoes, and so it kind of looks nice, mm-hmm. um, especially compared to the first two. Those oh, terrible, yeah. 
but so the texture it has some chunk Mm -hmm. to the avocado so it's got a nice texture to it it's also got those tomatoes in it so it it makes a nice texture to it i don't think it's gonna be the top but i think it's you know right in the middle there yeah taste i almost want to put this as a one really yeah i don't like the taste at all i barely taste anything that is quite interesting. I'm definitely going to dig into this again to reevaluate even how I was looking at it. Wow, that is well. It can't. It can't be worse. It's than, not worse than the okay, Sabra. So, but if I if I could give it a, a one and a half, I would give it a one and a half. Okay. Well, I'll I'll give it. A, you could. You're allowed to repeat in this. Right, I know you're a, trying not to, but I'll give it a one and a half because I just do not. I don't taste anything. Okay. Don't one taste and a half anything. Is is the score you're getting? Um, yeah, so I, I agree with you from a look perspective. I think, you know, I don't think it's a seven. Uh, and maybe we'll get into some preferences later, but I think it probably a six for me. Like they, they've done a good job. They have it down how they make it. So, you know, I think that's pretty solid. Definitely a big change from the first two. Uh, texture wise, I think it's fine. I'd probably give it a five on texture. Um, very smooth, but a little bit chunky, so that that's ideal. Um, I'm going to indulge in this again, but I would give it maybe a four, three or four for taste. Probably four if I'm comparing it to that, certainly if I'm comparing it to the first one. So I'll, I'll give that one a four um, for taste, but I'll, I'll, I'll dig back in as we move into the next segment. Yeah, all right. Well, let's drop some knowledge as we normally do i am the history guy justin is the stats guy and we are going to start with some history so avocados are first cultivated in south central mexico around ten thousand years ago and they were considered a high source of fat and protein and the native people of south central mexico uh, had diets that were very low in fat And so this became a very popular fruit. The Aztecs started mashing the avocados in the 14th century to spread on their tortillas. And the word avocado actually comes from the Aztec word aucato, aucati, which means testicle (laughs) or testicle tree. That's amazing. They named it this way because it resembles the male genitalia. Interesting. Yeah. I was wondering where they got testicle from. So actually, according to to one source, the women of the Aztec village were not actually allowed to leave their house during the avocado harvest for fear of sexual impurity. What? (laughs) Yep. What? Dropping knowledge. (laughs) Dropping bombs. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the the derivative of um, guacamole comes from the Aztec word ajumole, which literally translates to avocado sauce. At the time, it was it was just mashed avocados, tomatoes, onions, and chilies, and these were all native to the area. Uh, and then in the 17th century, Spaniards uh, encountered the Aztecs. And, you know, really loved their, this concoction of, of the guacamole uh, on their quests around the world. And so they took their, 
this mixture back to Spain. And that really uh, started the introduction of other spices from throughout the world. So, you know, things like garlic and cumin, those were introduced in Southern Asia. Uh, the, the lime, uh, which is really now a staple of guacamole, was introduced in Southern Asia and also in, in the Middle East because it was produced a lot. And then eventually this all reached the Western Europe area um, during these crusades. So um, it just kind of became this cultural uh, mixture of uh, ingredients once mm-hmm. uh, the, the conquests were done. So in 1871, the first avocado tree was actually successfully planted and cultivated in California. And so most of the, the world's avocados are produced in Mexico, uh, in the Mexican state of uh, Michoacan. I'm terrible at these. Yep, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was any better because I could actually like correct you at yeah. all, but I just have to nod. So this this uh, state rests in the presence of a volcano, volcanic land base which is prime territory for the growth of avocados. And it's actually the world's uh, largest territory of avocado production. Okay. So this is where my mind was blown, and this is exactly what I now understand, why we didn't see avocados or guacamole when we were growing up very Mm -hmm. often. So guacamole was rare in the United States for most of the 20th century, and this is because of a ban on Mexican avocado imports from the 1910s until 1997. Okay. So in the mid-90s, uh, there's about two years of debate that ruled Haas avocados from Mex- the Mexican region of Moacan that met U.S. import requirements could be shipped to 19 states in the Northeast and the Midwest uh, from November to February uh, beginning in 1997. But no shipments would be allowed to California because there was this fear that any insecticides or anything like that would uh, uh, might damage the the fruit uh, sure. avocado in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really what started this influx of avocado throughout the United States is because we can now get them from the largest producer of yeah. avocados. Yeah, I I read something similar about that. Uh, I think it was called NAFTA. Or something like that. I don't know if you saw the name of it, but yeah, it's it's wild to just think about. I mean, we're we obviously lived through the '90s, but we were younger. But to be an adult, like that's the strange thing about stuff like this. And maybe, maybe you know, we actually maybe there's certain things that grow in popularity for whatever reason, and we don't realize wh- how or why. Um, one of the things I've that's jumping in my head is cassava. Have you ever had cassava things? No. Like, I feel like that's growing in a lot of popularity with like, um, healthier foods. It's like gluten free and it's a type of vegetable. There's actually, these chips are actually cassava chips. If mm. you want to try that, but, but yeah, I mean, avocados being, you know, somewhat of a superfood and people know about them. So, uh, you know, a lot right now, yet 20 years ago, 25 years ago, that was, that was not the case. Yeah. Yeah, and, and NAFTA, you know, as you you mentioned it, is is the North American Free Trade Agreement. Mm-hmm. And basically that all of 
members of the North America can trade yeah. freely. Yep. Well, this was something that was not able to be traded freely yeah. because they were trying to protect the California avocado industry. Sure. And and maybe you have some numbers on this, but just off off my you know thoughts, it would feel like yes, there would be competition initially from Mexico, but if you can now looking back, the impact of avocados in general and just the boom of the industry mm-hmm. had to have helped the California avocados oh, as well. Of sure, I'm I'm I don't have numbers to support that, but I am hundred percent confident on that. Um, I mean, I have numbers that support the growth in the industry, and uh, and that's because of you know people having more access to it, right? Like people have more access. When I go to the store and buy an avocado, I'm not necessarily looking for a specific type, um, but I know I want an avocado, and that's one more person than was doing that in 1994 you know, five or six or yeah. even seven. So although avocados from Mexico have a nice jingle. They do. They do. And from an advertising standpoint, they do a really good job. But I couldn't tell you the difference. I could not either. I could not. I don't even know what seasons like when I'm buying California I'm sure there's a difference, right? There's yeah. You're buying California during some seasons. Sure. And, and you're buying especially in Washington, we're buying but I have, n- I couldn't tell you the difference. I could tell you the price difference sometimes. Yeah. But it's also like it's not gotten to a point where I'm like, oh, that avocado is two bucks, three bucks. I yeah. can't buy that anymore. Right. Fortunately, but yeah. Well, before I I jump into my stats, I think we should uh, indulge in a little bit of taco time, guacamole. So you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna look at this. Uh, from a texture or from a look standpoint, I think it looks pretty good. Um, probably pretty similar, honestly, to the Safeway one. So I would probably give that one a six from a look. How do you compare that to the one you gave a seven? To? Yeah, you know, it's a little darker. It's a little more brown. I will say that I've had some not good taco time, uh, or not not good, but it's been more outdated brown. Um, Okay. And and so I think I'm going to give that one a five, um, on the look. Okay. Texture wise, uh, I would say, uh, you know, I might go a five again. I, I like the texture, the look. Um, doesn't have quite as much of the tomato redness in it as the Safeway did, um, but it's a nice look. Uh, yeah. So the. I wanted to call this out. So out of the four we've had here, one of the things that I've noticed from an ingredient standpoint, and if it was in here, I could not tell, and I don't... Yeah, actually, I can now. So in the Safeway brand, they used, and any of these other ones, if they had them, were using white onions. This is using red onions. Mm, Interesting. So you can actually taste the onion significantly more in this. Um, it's, it, it's not bad. It just has a, that like very potent onion kind of taste to it. So, um, and actually, you know, from a, from a texture standpoint, I would probably give it, uh, probably a five, maybe even, yeah, I'll, I'll go with a five. I think it could be a little bit better, but it's, it's still pretty good. And then taste, I think it's, I'd give it a five for taste. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. I think it's five, five across the boards. Yeah. That's a that's a strong showing for it is for yeah I, I was a little 
suspect, I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I didn't think I was going to like it as much. Now, I will point out, Taco Time did put this recently on their menu as a as a chips and guac option. That wasn't a thing? Uh, you could get... I, their guacamole, I believe, came with their nachos and some of their other things, but it wasn't like a... You couldn't get chips and guac because they have their Mexi fries, their tater tots. Got it. Yeah. I'd, I'd also like to note, uh, you know, I, I think our most common, maybe because it's just in the middle, we keep digging to it, but we're dipping into Taco Times and Chipotle's chips as probably the more just leaning into that. I feel like that the Chipotle chip was better with it than the um, Taco Time chip, which is interesting. The Chipotle chip is a little bit saltier. I believe so i don't know not not drastic but the saltiness helped bring out the flavors i thought uh part of it is because my favorite juanita's chips are a little like not good for dipping yeah they're they're mostly broken yeah Yeah. kind of the end of the bag yeah but um yeah so i'll jump into some stats here as as you continue to indulge brian uh so avocado consumption is growing rapidly so you talked about the NAFTA and, and, and the, the agreement kind of allowing that to change. And, and the numbers really support that. So uh, in 2018, avocado consumption in the U.S. was 2.453 trillion pounds. That's up from 360 million in 1995. That's a 580% increase since 95. Now, that makes a ton of sense, right? When in 95, you couldn't consume a lot of these imports or ex yeah imports um but yeah it's it's booming right now and so a little bit on the avocado so one tree can produce between 150 and 500 avocados a year and on average you know when you make that into guacamole not necessarily that into guacamole but uh 53.5 million pounds of guacamole are eaten every super bowl sunday and and if you want a visual of that, that's enough to cover a football field twenty feet deep. Whoa! Yeah, so that's that's a lot. That's that's a lot. Yeah. So, uh, two quick nutrition fact facts that I thought were interesting. I know it. You know, again, avocados are are considered a, a superfood. So, seventy five percent of of fat in avocados is unsaturated. So obviously, you you try to avoid the saturated fats as much as you can and one of the reasons why this is good fat for you um, in moderation obviously but uh, and one-fifth of an avocado is 50 calories but contains 20 vitamins so pretty cool there from a production standpoint so there's more than 400 varieties of avocado grown around the world but Haas as you mentioned earlier uh, is grown mostly in Mexico and California and is the most popular California dominates the U.S. avocado production. The western state accounts for nearly 90% of all avocados grown in the United States, with a bulk of farms centered in five-county region of Southern California. Avocados from Mexico, which we are also talking about. Avocados from Mexico. (laughs) uh, Exported 2.5 billion pounds of avocados to the United States in 2018. Mexican avocado imports account for nine. This was interesting to me. So 
they imports accounted for 932 million in taxes in the US in 2017. So you talk about the benefits of allowing imports is that they get to be taxed and therefore that goes into our economy. So that's 932 million in just one year just from taxes of those imports. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Americans eat eight pounds of avocados from Mexico per person per year on average. That's how much avocados come in. I'm above that. Yeah, I think if you eat avocados, you're you're above that. That's just leveling out to all the people that don't. Over 30,000 orchards supply avocados from Mexico to the entire world. Um, and we talked about, you know, just the, those top kind of places. So Mexico is number one uh, in the world. Chile is two. The Dominican Republic is three. Uh, Indonesia is four. And the United States is five. Whoa. And That's uh, surprising that Dominican Republic is so high for... Yeah. Now, the interesting thing with that is that mo- from two to five, it's all relatively close. Chile is a little bit higher, but they're all within, you know, 50 to, to 100,000 tons of each other. But Mexico is like, it's like 5x, 6x what every single one of these other countries is making. So that is their staple. Uh, speaking of staples, millennials love avocado. And that is, uh, that is a proven fact. People talk about avocado toast as a very big thing. But uh, 57% of, of millennials say that they could eat avocado toast any time of day. And 40% say they are always in the mood for avocado toast. I know we're talking guacamole today, but are you an avocado toast person? No. Yeah. I'm a millennial, as you are too, and uh, I, I don't think I've ever had avocado toast. But I know that people like it. So I'm curious about it, but I, no, I, I, if given the choice I, at a restaurant, I never order avocado toast. No. So one, it's they charge an arm and a leg for it. Yeah, because I know. But it's two, popular. it's not like it's not enough sustenance for you. Yeah. Uh, so twenty uh, along the same lines, twenty-seven percent of millennials are eating avocado toast more than they wash their car, and twelve percent. <laughs> Eat it more often than they change their sheets. Ooh. Which that seems strange to me, but, you know, teach their own. And then the last stat I have is uh, a Guinness World Record was set in 2013 when a group of 450 students in Tansataro Michoacan, Mexico, prepared a serving of guacamole that weighed 5,885 pounds were almost three tons. And for comparison, an Asian elephant can weigh anywhere between 2.25 and 5 tons. That's a lot of avocados. Yeah. But for 450 students, so. But can you imagine making that batch and making it just right? Like, you have to have X yeah. amount of onions and well, X amount. You and know. there's no way that, that like, a, a bite from this part of the dip, uh, you know, avocado, <laughs> guacamole tasted the same as no. it did on the other side no honestly and and yeah you'd have to have massive vats yeah you'd have to have mixing s- things so together. much so many spices and everything. yeah i'm and not a I'm, massive mixer yeah exactly i'm actually curious if how i mean we, we're not digging into it but like how some of these guacamole places make their 
stuff. Yeah. Because I have to do it in, in mass. Well, so. and that's why it's so like purified, right? Yeah. And it's it's a very I'm sure that is a very consistent taste. I will tell you the consistency of our our sign or our Safeway and our Taco Time are not very consistent, even one bite to another, I feel like. Yeah. I've I've gotten some inconsistent bites where Yeah. But I think inconsistency is okay because it feels more natural to me then. Like if it's exactly the same in every single bite, like then it's not homemade. Yeah, but I don't want it to be a good bite and then a bad bite. Well, that's what entices you to eat a little more. No. Right? You get a bad bite and no. you're like, well, that wasn't enough. I want another one. That, that, yeah. You, no. want the, the, you want the odds of it being good higher every time, but I'm okay with an okay bite every once in a while. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and we're already debating. Let's jump into some friendship tests. Can we just become best friends? Yep. All right. Well, actually, before we get into our friendship test, I guess we should kind of dig into our guacamoles, right? Yes. Because yeah. because our first question is ingredients and what are your preferred ingredients? Yeah. And I, and based off of your, you know, talking through your guacamole, I'm not even sure if these are your preferred ingredients. Yeah. yeah. So I I know obviously this was like I said this is the first time I've made mine. Um, I know what things I like in guacamole for the most part. So I felt comfortable with finding a recipe that uh, had a lot of those things. And I tried to make a small batch too, Brian. I don't know if you had trouble with making a small batch, but I just, I, I just did one. Did you do one avocado? Avocado, yeah. Okay. I went with, I went with two. Yeah. Because um, this is what I normally make. So when I make it for myself, I make one avocado. Yeah. yeah. This most certainly is going bad um, before I finish it. Uh, but for me, obviously, you know, uh, avocados is, is in here. Uh, I did put a little bit of tomato in. I do like tomato in mine. I uh, went with some some onion. I was going to put cilantro in, but we didn't have any. So we'll see how that affects things. I think that is a pretty common ingredient in. Uh I wanted to, and different from these other ones, maybe different from yours, I wanted a spicy uh, one. So I added a jalapeno in mine, a little bit of garlic, lime, and seasoned. And then I have uh, a, a special ingredient in, in mine. Okay, tell me what it is? or Well, you have to eat it first. Well, okay, so off of, off of the look... Uh, We're losing light here, too, so I, I feel like... Uh, it's hard to get a full, full picture of it. Yeah, the, our last but, couple here. So I, the one thing that I noticed about yours is, is there's a little bit of a yellow color to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you put cumin in it? I did put a little cumin yeah. in it. It's not my secret ingredient, oh. but it. But I did put a little cumin in it. Okay. So, so that I think I dock you a little bit on the look for. Oh, okay. Because Fair. it's a little yellow. Yeah. Um, texture, I like. I, I like that you have some chunk to it. I think you actually edged me on texture because I think I, I, I made mine a little bit too smooth this time. Let me taste it. I did do a quick taste earlier. It's okay. Yeah. I think it's it's it maybe it's more salt. Need bring out the flavors a little bit. Yeah, I'd say it's. Oh, you know what? That's why mine's off. Why? I didn't put salt in mine this time. Oh. Well, that 
That could hurt your ratings, though, Brian. It, it will hurt my ratings. <laughs> That's why I was like, it doesn't taste right. Yeah. I was like, I, I kept, I kept tasting it at home. And I was like, it doesn't taste right. Yeah, I forgot to put salt. Yeah, that'll do it. I did put salt in mine. Probably not enough. Um, Shoot. But uh, that—that's—that's that's a master chef air right there. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of salt. Um, so yeah, not having it. But but I'll, I'll see. Yeah, it's missing the salt. That's what it is. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> missing the salt. Well, okay. So mine's very basic. So mine's just an avocado. Uh, it's a little bit of garlic, uh, mm-hmm. cayenne pepper, and red pepper and uh lime and that's it and it's supposed to be salt in there too yeah and it's missing the salt yeah yeah i I feel bad with the rating right now but i'm i'm having trouble putting that as high on 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 the taste i'm sure it would be better but i i'm gonna i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a three on taste for me um it's uh, it has it's missing problems, salt. It's missing. It's missing salt. Massive thing. <laughs> Dang there. it! Um, That's bad. Yeah. That's bad for Master Chef. Yeah. Uh, look, I'll give it a. Let me look at it again. Yeah. It's not a lot of color to it because it is so simple. Yeah. Which isn't bad. It is very green, which is what you would want. Similar in line with these, I prefer it to be a little bit more colorful. But I'll give it a five. And then texture. The texture was fine. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a five for yours. That's salt, man. Yeah, that, that really I hurt I can't get you. over the salt. It really hurt I, I think. Let me, let me try it one more time. Because here's the thing. For me, yours doesn't taste as good or it doesn't taste enough above mine as much as i have detracted it for the looks for not being green okay that's fair yeah it's 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 funny because we're rating our own and obviously we're probably gonna be a little biased but mine's missing salt so my my mine really can't win because it's missing salt yeah if I think it, if it didn't have salt, or if it did have salt, um, because I I like to use ground sea salt, so it's it's not just like kosher salt. Yeah, it's ground sea salt, and so it really adds flavor to it. So I was, I was my one one regret was um, I have some Morton salt, mm-hmm. which is great for like meats and stuff. Yeah, but it like really pulls out flavors, and I almost put it in here, but I decided to just go with the ground pink Himalayan salt, which isn't bad, but it just it's not quite enough. Um, I, this is more in line with the texture that I like though, Mm. like just heartier, meatier What you might find this at like a, uh, a restaurant or something like, you know, a little bit more meaty. Yeah. Um, so I prefer that a little bit more, but yeah, see, I just don't like, I don't like tomatoes and I, I don't like tomatoes and onions in my avocado or in my guacamole because if you, if you get that, tomato that tomato instantly takes over the guacamole and that becomes mm-hmm. a tomato taste in that bite or you get that that onion and i don't really like onions to begin with so that's why i prefer to very just simple mm-hmm. needs salt though yeah 
we're, I'm going to hit that home. <laughs> Need salt. I can't. I, I, I lost this battle because I didn't have salt. Yep. Gordon Ramsay is pissed at me because I forgot the salt. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree with him. Um, yeah. It's, it's almost like it's not level playing field without the salt. But uh, what did, sorry. So repeat your, your opinions again on yours. What is your look, texture, and taste? Um, I would go a, a look of, of four, a texture of four, and a taste of three. Okay. And on yours, I would go a, a look of three, okay. texture of four, and a taste. I gotta go with a three. Wow, you think it's the same as yours? You gotta try that again, man. Mine has mm. salt in it. Yeah, I, mine would be far superior if, if it had salt in it. Wow. Um. Yeah, I was a little bit more favorable on on mine. I had a five for look, six on texture, just because that's again my consistency that I was hoping for. And then taste, I gave it a five, which, you know what? I'm actually going to bring it down to a four for taste, just because I was looking at Taco Time, and I liked Taco Times, so I don't think it was as good as Taco Times. Yeah. I think yours needs a little bit more lime. That could have been it. So that was, so the two things that I wanted to acknowledge with this. One, uh, I improvised a little bit, so like, you know how some- That's a real kick to it. Yes, it does. That was my intention. Like late kick. <laughs> so there's that leads me to my next thing. So I had the jalapeno, but I added a special secret ingredient, which could have been a total fail. But I actually crunched up these chips, which we haven't tried yet. I don't think you have. I'm hesitant to ask you to try them. But they are ghost pepper chips. And so they are like very hot or pretty hot i would say and i got them infused within that and that actually could also pull out a little bit of the orange so yes yeah that's why i didn't put a lot in i put only a couple chips and just kind of put it in there but that probably took a little bit away from it actually from a from a look and i don't know if it was necessarily i don't think it added no yeah yeah so but you live you learn uh but yeah so yeah, I guess the next question is, do you, do you put pe- This is weird to ask. I know. Do you put peas in... Okay, do you remember this debate like four years ago, five years so ago? I, I didn't, and I ended up having to look up a little bit about it uh, because this was apparently a, a, a big deal. It was. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's crazy to me. It, it is. So, or at least in agreement on that. Like, no, why would you put peas in no clue. guacamole? No clue. Uh, I want to hear from someone who has put peas in their guacamole. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like such a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones that I heard in this question, um, you know, during the discussions with some people on, on this topic, sour cream and cucumber. I, never- I don't... I don't see myself I, – I could – if anything, I would maybe put sour cream in to add just something to it. And at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to drastically change what it tastes like. But 
Yeah, that was another thing I improvised with this. I put a little bit of jalapeno or habanero ranch in this. Very, very little subtle bit. I didn't know if that would be good or not, but it was like, maybe. What? It's a, it, <laughs> I improvised. I, I think I think mine should get more points for simplicity. Then I get more points for creativity, and we balance each other out. It's like there's things in there that, that you cannot taste at all. I know. I know. And that's why I, I was like, well, maybe a subtlety here, a subtlety there might help, but I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I'm not putting peas, sour cream, or cucumbers in my. Same, same. All right, well, uh, of your typically Mexican sides, yeah, guac, salsa, pico de gallo, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. queso, or beans, what's your favorite topping, dip, however you want to use those things yeah. and, and your vehicle of choice? This is this is quite difficult actually because it depends is is the answer. So in terms of accessibility, salsa is the most common and most eaten thing in my life with chips um, or with like as a dip or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but it's probably not my favorite, and I do enjoy salsa, but I I love guac more, and so I would go with the guac. But here's the, the beans are are and forth in this scenario. The queso, I queso is great. Like it's, I mean, you can mess up queso, yes, but queso is amazing. It's just queso is not that accessible, and even when you get it, it's like store bought, and it's not quite like a restaurant queso that you might like. So, I think queso in the perfect scenario, if all of these things are made perfectly, I think queso might have the edge a little bit over guac, but. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go with with guac. It's just like it covers all the bases. I'm gonna go with guac. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I probably four months ago I would have said queso would have been number one, but having gone plant based and vegan, now I have to say that guac is number one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, otherwise, I would be, you know, sacrilegious and hypocritical of of my my uh, dietary needs right now yeah fair but that being said queso is still number two (laughs) (laughs) fair uh just because it is so good and i still know it's good and if i'm gonna have a cheat day or anything like that and queso is on uh accessible yeah it's gonna be really good yeah now i'm gonna i'm gonna say that a shocker is is a good beans a good like bean dip is actually going to be above my salsa. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. When when um, at a restaurant, at a Mexican restaurant, if they offer beans, typically that means they know how to serve the beans and they're nice and they're a good dipping bean. Yeah. And I would, you know, prefer that over salsa. I will never do that. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not a huge bean person. I will eat it in dishes. I don't mind them. I even will order them with, you know, ta- maybe not tacos, but burritos and some other stuff, but not so much as a dip. Um, so I'd, I'd probably pass on that. I'd, one note I wanted to make, I recently just bought this. That's why it's fresh in my mind. Tostitos has a Southwest corn dip, which I haven't tried yet, but it intrigued me that they sold it, one, 
Um, and I'm curious how it lines up with, you know, all this stuff. Probably right on your cream corn. I know. That's why I was kind of like, well, maybe. Right. I mean, I don't want it to be like cream corn. But if you have a, a good Mexican corn base, like that's actually pretty good. Maybe some, uh, so what's that, that uh, white cheese, Mexican cheese? Um, Queso blanco. Maybe? I don't know. It's like a powdery stuff. I don't oh. know what it is. Anyway. Queso blanco is white cheese. Oh. <laughs> Queso. I was like, I, sure. Um, sounds right. I don't know. But anyway, so the next question, do you prefer guac or hummus? Yeah. You know, and I put this one on there because similar in vain, the rise of hummus and the garbanzo bean and the avocado were in a similar trajectory, you know, in timeline. So that's that's where I, I kind of come at this from. And I love hummus now, especially going plant-based and vegan. Hummus is like my new meat, like, substitute, and, and it's my huh. go-to. So hummus and, and, and non-bread or hummus and pita chips or whatever it is, the amount of times that that is you know, been my go-to, like sometimes I will just crave hummus. Yeah. I won't crave guacamole. Interesting. So, and and it brings up a good point that we were talking about earlier is just that, you know, I like, for instance, cassava is something that never knew or you ate before being on whole 30. And, um, you know, I've gotten into almond butter instead of peanut butter and all of that other stuff. So I totally understand what you're saying with hummus and you almost crave it, crave certain things. I didn't get into hummus until recently either. I'm pretty sure that was a, I've had it before. It was more in the mix back home than guacamole was for sure, but it has its place, but it's not guacamole. I would, I would put, I would choose guac over hummus um, more often than not. Okay. What's, uh, do you like the uh, scoop or dip chips? So I think with guacamole, you have to scoop. Like you can't just dip in and get a little bit. Like salsa, you can kind of do that, get a little bit of flavor. But with guacamole, you have to scoop, um, in my opinion. And actually, I'm a, I like the heartier stuff, so... For me, I'm getting a big scoop of this like thicker um, ing- set of ingredients. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about I, you? Yeah, you definitely have to dip it, or excuse me, uh, scoop it. Sorry, you have to scoop it because because you are trying to get sustenance onto your chip, and yeah, and it is a hearty type of dip. Yeah, and like you said, you know the salsa. Yeah, you could you could get a lot of the flavors of the the juices, but really it's there's no juices in yeah. um, guacamole. So I mean, like I want to try just dipping real quick and okay how it goes. I mean, a decent amount comes out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's sticky. Yeah, huh? Um, but still, I well, I mean, you can be a judge of it, but I I don't think it's enough. Like you need, you'd have to double dip. Oh. oh. Which, Double dip your chip, which, which we know is, is not good. A faux pas. Um, all right. Well, my, my last question before we get get into the delusional. What is the – you're having guacamole. What does it pair best with? Is it chips? Is it a burrito? 
Is it a taco? Is it something I'm not thinking of? Obviously, there's other dishes you can have with it, but like, what does it pair best with? Huh. That's a good question. What does it pair best with? I think it's just got to be the basic chip. Yeah. Because we're talking about scooping, and mm-hmm. and you really want to get that hearty flavor to it. If we're talking about burritos and tacos and you know anything like that, they get masked by so many of the other components mm-hmm. that really it's it's not there. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm actually with you on that. I think the guacamole you can get by those other things with avocado. Guacamole though is perfect for chips because you're just having a salty base with all these ingredients and i think it works really well together so i i'd probably go chip too though i would say second for me would be a burrito i think having guacamole within that is just great and then last would maybe be a taco just because you again you can get by i've i've had many a tacos with just avocado and not guacamole so yeah not that i wouldn't have it with guacamole it's just you can get by with it all right, well, uh, I think it's time for our last guacamole and some delusional thinking. You really are crazy. All right, time to break into the Chipotle guacamole. Yeah, so this one, we, we tried to decide on which ones to get, and uh, the very first one that came to mind was Chipotle. Uh, this is, at least amongst my circle of friends and and people that I know really like Chipotle and and so I, I'm I haven't had it in a while, but I'm I'm curious what you're thinking here. Yeah, the flavor is just unbelievable. It's it's got so much flavor to it that it like far and away kicks all of the other ones butts. It does. I had really high hope for this, so I had set a high expectation. It met it. Met it. Exceeded it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad we saved that for last. Yeah, and and it's crazy because I didn't I didn't think it was going to be that good, but compared to all the rest of them, it is unbelievable how far in a way that one is better. Yeah. From a from a look, I won't. I still won't give it a seven because I think I like the look of the Safeway better because it's still got some. You don't see much uh, tomato in there, so there's not much color. But from a texture, it's it's smooth, but it still has chunks to it. You know, it's it's got both best of both worlds. Yeah. So it's like a six or a seven on the texture, and then on on flavor, it's obviously off the charts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to acknowledge that you you like the the coloring. Of the Safeway, but you didn't like my look of my because yours is yellow. But it has the it has the it's reds yellow. in it and all it has, that. It's yellow. It's yeah, it's not green. It's yellow. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Well. T- so sorry for texture. You gave it a what? I gave it a seven, six or a seven. Top. We'll say seven, and then look. You brought it down a little bit. Right? Yep. Six. Six. Okay. Uh. Yeah. For me, I'm gonna give it a. Six for look, a. It's hard to yeah. Six, seven, seven. I'm with you on that. 
Okay. Well, before we get into this question, I will announce our, our ratings here. This is a combination of all of our uh, numbers here from one to seven scale on look, texture, and taste. Um, so the top, I mean, the the best one for Chipotle's all is Chipotle. Chipotle's got to be first. Yeah. Uh, so number one is Chipotle, followed by number two being Taco Time. So the two yeah. fast food chains did yeah. did the best. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number three was Safeway Fresh Made. Um, they got a twenty seven. So it was a 40 for Chipotle, a 30. So big, big shift from second place to yeah, Taco Time. Yeah. Though still, I thought Taco Time was very good. Uh, Safeway, Fresh Made was 27.5. Followed by mine at 25. Followed by yours at 24. So very close. Mm-hmm. The salt might have given you the right. edge. Yeah, might yeah, have. Yeah. Uh, and then a very distant, uh, was that sixth, is Signature Cafe. Yeah. And then Sabra was a nine. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Bad. Just just avoid the store bought. If you're craving guacamole, I think the the lesson learned here is go grab it at Taco Time. Go grab it at Chipotle. Certainly recommend Chipotle if you can. Um, that's uh yeah. Don't 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 necessarily go for the the prepackaged and preserved ones. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. All right. Well, um, our delusional thinking question for this week, Justin. All right, so this comes in from from listener Alyssa, <laughs> who who is making dinner right now as as we're recording. She said, "Would you rather your toothpaste or your shampoo be substituted by guacamole?" Okay, so I need a clarification from yep. here. Okay. So my toothpaste, if it's replaced by my tooth, uh, is if guacamole is replacing my toothpaste, am I still getting the you know, uh, health, uh, cleaning of you the toothpaste. Get guacamole. That is what it is for both of these. There's no there. There's no. Um, there's no necessarily. Um, so like like my toothpaste is my guacamole as toothpaste is not cleaning my teeth. Well, I I don't think it is. I don't think it is because at the same point, the shampoo is not cleaning your hair or the guacamole is. or sorry, the, the guacamole is not washing your hair. It's just, but there is a superfood. So there are some vitamins okay. within it. Yes. So like you're getting like an avocado and the oils and some of yeah. that stuff. Um, but that also is good for your, any part of your body, I would assume. So your teeth as well. Yeah. But it's not cleaning my teeth. Like, Here's the here's the problem I have with going this scenario, and the way we've presented it, it's an easy shampoo for me. There's not even a question for me, because if I don't clean my teeth properly, okay, with my toothpaste, my teeth are eventually gonna rot and fall out. Fair. If I if I shampoo with my guacamole, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get the oils. It's not gonna smell great. Yep. But my hair is not going to fall out. Okay. People go without. Okay. So so let's say this then, to to alter it to your point, you you get the health benefits like your teeth aren't going to fall out. Like you're, it's like brushing your teeth, I guess. Mm-hmm. But to your point on the other side is your breath's not going to be all minty fresh. Okay. Okay. So that that's the. Can I use mouthwash? Oh, you no, you can't use mouthwash. Can I chew gum? Sure. 
you can chew gum from time to time. <laughs> You're trying to find loopholes for that, but yeah. So either my 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 breath smells bad, or my hair probably smells bad. Yes. Well, I still go with my hair because I'm I will get more benefits. I would think from shampooing with my with avocado and the oils mm-hmm. for my hair than I would through my teeth. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather my hair smell bad than my breath smell bad because people around the world go without shampooing their hair, you know. Sure. And, and it's, it's people go around without brushing their teeth too. Yeah, but <laughs> but if I want to be like if I were talking to you right now, yeah, and and you could smell my breath, that's probably not yeah. very good. Even if you can smell my hair, like I I would think that me talking and you being like oh. Yeah, you when you know it's your breath smell, it's worse than just kind of a general odor from someone is what I would think. That could be debated itself because, you know, bad breath is bad breath, but you can you can find ways to mask it in certain spots. Not great, not good. Yeah, but you can mask body odor. Like you, uh, sometimes body odor is is there. It's dry dry shampoo, right? I guess, I guess. Um, I don't know. You know, as as I think about this, um, you know, I think having, I, I do think if you look at it from a logical standpoint, it does make sense to probably go with the oils and everything from the avocado and all of that in your hair would be a little bit better. I just, I just think it would, it would be a more potent smell than if you brushed your teeth with the other thing and i don't know i think my gut just goes with with the hair too i think i'm gonna go with that um just because i think it'll be the path of least resistance but it's not both of these are are pretty awful i I don't want either of these um i don't even want to try it honestly (laughs) although i am curious with the hair i'm curious what it would be like if we pushed it through if we like you know you put guacamole in your hair if that would do it. I mean, and I can still rinse it, right? Like even Yeah, if, of course. Just, just like you can rinse your mouth. Yeah, it's yeah. just substituting, you know, your shampoo and Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, if if guacamole was just your toothpaste and and you could use mouthwash afterwards and all that, would you go with that one? Um, no, because on the same flip side, I could I could if I if it was just my shampoo, I could use conditioner. Yeah. And, you know, like... Yeah, I feel like, like that's cheating. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, we'll, we'll agree on, on this one. Uh, we're, we're, go, we're both lathering our hair with, with, with guacamole, and we'll see where that one goes. But, um, but yeah, th- I, hopefully you guys enjoyed our, our potentially last... We're saying it's our last uh, food episode on guacamole. Uh, if you haven't already and you want to subscribe for the last couple episodes of The Quest... Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you're getting your podcasts. And uh, and throw us a follow on, on Twitter at the Quest for 100 or on Facebook and Instagram at Quest for 100 Podcast. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Quest for 100. And until next time.